Luke chapter 16, and Revelation 20. Certainly desire your prayers tonight. I'd just soon somebody else preach this message. Can you pray for us tonight. Luke chapter 16, Revelation 20. We're going to be reading from the 19th verse in Luke 16. It says this, There was a certain rich man which was clothed in purple and fine linen and fared sumptuously every day. And there was a certain beggar named Lazarus, which was laid at his gate full of sores, and desiring to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs came and licked his sores. And it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried. And in hell... He lift up his eyes, being in torments. And in hell, he lift up his eyes, being in torment. Now flip over to Revelation chapter 20. The last two verses of that chapter, verse 14 and 15. It says, And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. You may be seated. Our Father, God in heaven, Lord, as we bow in Your name tonight, Father, we ask for Your help. God, You know how deep we are tonight. And Father, we know that we can't tread these waters without Your help. And God, we're trusting in You. God, I'm leaning and depending upon You tonight. Father, I need Your Spirit to take hold and to help and move in a special way tonight. And Father, for there's one here that's under the sound of our voice that does not know Christ, Father, we pray tonight would be the night that they make Jesus their, their decision. And Father, we pray, Lord, for the one that may be backslidden in heart, God, that You'd reclaim him, God, that You'd bring him out. And Father, we pray that the believer would be strengthened tonight. Lord, that You'd be glorified, You'd be lifted and praised and honored above all tonight. Father, we love You, we thank You and we praise You and give You glory and honor and it's in Jesus' name we pray, and amen. And I want you to notice tonight the, the Scripture, the text that we read. I want you to know that there, the text reveals at least two different types or two di distinct places uh, that is uh, out, outer darkness, that is a, a, a place of torment, a, a place of fire, a literal hell, if you will. The, the, the Bible reveals to us that there is a place called hell. And also the Bible reveals to us there is a second place that is considered and called the lake of fire. Now you think about that. I understand that religion has watered it down. The, the religion will tell you that uh, there, there, there's, it's not so bad that you can live however you want to and, 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 and it's not going to be as bad as what, what you think it might be. Religion has watered it down. Atheist has denied it. You think about that tonight. They say that there is no such place. But I want you to know just as sure as I'm standing before you tonight, there is a place called hell. There is a place called the lake of fire. I want no part of that. And I don't want you or know anybody else 
to have any part of that place. But you think about this. Educators has tried to explain it away. It's not even there uh, uh, no longer. It's not even, Philosophers has, has called it just a, a myth or a theory that man has concocted in their own minds and said that, that it's, it's, it's a myth and it's not even there. It's a fairy tale. But I want you to know tonight, there is a place called hell. There is a place called the lake of fire. There is two distinct places that the Bible reveals and shows us tonight an awful place, a place of torment that we don't want no part of. Now you think about that tonight. You know what? Even preachers have tried their best to get out of preaching. It's not very popular. And I just assumed somebody else preached tonight. But I'm telling you, there is a place called hell. Preachers have tried their best to get out of preaching against hell and saying that there is such a place and a place called the lake of fire simply because they're afraid of offending someone that is not an unbeliever. There is an unbeliever. You think about that tonight. How awful that must be. Let me just say it like this. I want somebody to warn me and let me know there is a place called hell. A place of fire. A place of torment. The Bible says that that man lifted up his eyes being in torment. There's two different places. And I want, to, I want you to think about, the, about those two different places tonight. Now, uh, I understand that you think about this. Uh, there, there's translators and, and different translations and versions of the Bible has tried their best to come up with another word for the word hell. You think about that. They've tried their best to, to get rid of it and push it to the side and, and say that it's not. But you know what you think about that? Do you explain this to me in Revelations? And they say that, that hell, it, it goes no farther than the grave. But let me just say this. The grave is only the beginning. It's only the beginning tonight. You think about that. It goes much deeper and it goes much farther than the grave. Now you explain this to me tonight. If, if the grave is final, if the grave is as far as we go, if the grave is, is hell itself, you explain this in Revelations chapter 14 and verse number 11. It says this, And the smoke of their torment ascended up forever and ever. I don't know about you, but I hadn't seen the smoke rising from the graveyard and from the cemetery. But let me just say this. While I'm preaching tonight, there's fire in hell. There's smoke in hell. Hell is hot. And it's a place that you don't want no part of. And I don't want no part of. Now you think about this. I, I, I'm, there's three things I want to show you real quick. And then I want to move on a little bit farther. But I want you to notice the reality of hell. The reality. Hell is real. Just as sure as I'm preaching tonight, just as sure as you're sitting right where you're sitting tonight, there is a place called hell. It's a place of fire. It's a place that's hot. It's a place that I don't want to be a part of. Now you think about this. In Luke chapter 16, that we read there in your hearing in verse number 23, Jesus Himself gives a... a, a uh, you think about the description that was, is described right here of that place. That man looked up. The, the Bible says that he lifted up his eyes, being in torment, an awful place called hell. Now you think about this. In, in Matthew chapter 18 and verse number uh, 9, I believe it is, it says something like this. I want to I flip over there just real quick. In Matthew 18 and 9 it says, And if thine eye offend thee, pluck it out. And cast it from thee, it is better for thee to enter into life with one eye rather than having two eyes to be cast 
into hell fire. Jesus Himself was speaking there, words in red, and, and He was warning and letting us know that there is a place called hell. There's a place that is a, a fire, a place of torment. Now you think about that tonight. It's a place you don't want no part of. It's a place that... My goodness, you're probably going to get tired of hearing me say that tonight. But you don't want no part of that place tonight. I don't want no part of that place tonight. The reality of hell is real. Jesus Himself was literally saying there is a burning hell. A place that is on fire. Now you think about that. You know what? You can deny it. You can can, uh, decide in your own mind that it don't exist. But that does not change the very fact that there is a place called hell. Hell is hot tonight and you don't want no a part of it. Now you think about this. And we see the reality of it. We know that it's real. We know that Jesus taught more on hell than He did about heaven. And we know that hell is hot tonight. And we know that hell is real. Now we see the reality of it, but I want you to notice the reason for it. You ever think about the reason for hell? I understand this, that in Isaiah chapter 14 and in, in, in Ezekiel chapter number 28, you'll find that there was a the Lucifer, Satan himself, and he said that he was going to make himself as the Most High. He was going to make himself equal to God. And I, I believe it offended God, and I believe that God... Through him, I don't believe that he. I don't believe that he just asked him to leave, but I believe that he was cast out of he, out of heaven. And then the, a third of the angels left and followed with him. Now you think about that tonight. Jesus said in Matthew chapter twenty five, he said that that he, that hell was not made, was not prepared for man. It was prepared for the devil and his angels. That's the reason why hell was. Let me just say this: if you go to hell tonight, if you trespass against God and you leave this place without Christ in your life, you'll go to hell as a trespasser. You'll go there. Uh, uh, you think about that tonight, and my goodness, I don't want no part of it tonight, and you don't want no part of it. I'm convinced of it. A place of literal hell, a, a reality of it, and the reason, the reason for it. Now, you think about this. Jesus said, He said, I, I believe it's in Luke chapter number 10, I think it is, where He said, I beheld Satan falling out of heaven as lightning. You think about that and how He's seen the Satan come out of heaven. And, you know, hell was created for Satan. And his demons and his devils, the ones that, that followed him. The third, the, the Bible says there that in, in Revelations chapter uh, twenty, I believe it is. It talks about it talks about the dragon, and it talks about the dragons telling the stars, the third of the stars that that followed uh, that fell from the sky. And I believe that was the, the third of the angels that followed uh, from from heaven and followed Satan into the the pits of hell tonight. We see the reality of it. And we see the the, the reason for it. Now, you think about this. We also see, not only do we see the reality, not only do we see the the, the reason, but we also see the residence of hell. You ever think about the residence? Who's going to be there? I understand and know that Jesus said that it was not prepared for you and for me. But it was prepared for Satan and his angels. Now you think about that. The the residence of hell. Let me just say this. 
If you trespass against God, if you trespass and, and, and you die in this life with, without asking forgiveness in your heart and in your life, there is a place called hell and you'll lift up your eye being in torment as well. Let me just say this. I know it's an awful place and it's not very popular, but if you leave this life without Christ, you're going to hell tonight. And who am I to say that someone's going to hell Who are you to say that someone... I don't have that authority. You don't have that authority. But God's Word is the authority tonight. And I believe the Word of God. If I leave this place without Christ, I'm lost and going to hell. I don't know any simpler way to put it tonight. My goodness, you think. It terrifies me to think multitudes and multitudes. You know, the Bible says, I'm getting ahead of myself here, but the Bible says that hell expands itself. You think about that. Enlarges itself. Gets bigger and bigger. We see the reality of it. We see the reason of it. And we see the resident of it. And you know what? If I thought about who goes to hell in, 19, in, in uh, Psalm 9 and verse 17. It says, The wicked shall be turned in to hell. You think about that. Do you know what wicked is defined as? You think about the wicked. Someone that rejects Christ. That, that's all you've got to do. You, you may live a, a, a perfect moral life as we know it. But if you leave this life and reject Christ, you're one of the wicked. You're one of the ones that's going to die and go to that awful place called hell and be in torment. Now you think about that. I believe that hell is just temporary. And I want to show you that here in just a moment. Hell is just temporary. In other words, I, I, believe, I believe this. Jesus said you must be born again. We've got to be born by the blood of the Lamb. You think about that. We've got to have our sins covered and not only covered, but I believe white clean the slate has been cleaned tonight. You think about that. What a wonderful thought it is to know. I know myself. I know my faults, my failures, my mistakes. I know the the messes that I make. But thank God for His grace that I can go. It's even sufficient for me. Thank God that I can go to the well of grace and know that my sins have been forgiven by the precious blood of the Lord Jesus. Not because of what I've done, but simply because of what Jesus did on the cross of Calvary. Now I want you to notice in Luke chapter in Luke chapter number 16, you'll see that he refers to a place called hell. And I believe hell's hot. I believe, I believe that tonight. I believe hell is hot. And then if you'll notice in Revelation chapter 20, it refers, now this is the only place I believe in the Bible that you'll find that, that the reference to the lake of fire. It talks about the lake of fire. There's two different distinct places that the Bible refers to. And you know, I understand that over the past 24 hours, there has been somewhere between 150 and 151,000 people that has died in around this world in the last 24 hours. You think about that. Somewhere between 150 and 151,000. And I wonder tonight, and it breaks my heart while I'm preaching tonight to know that there's some dying right this very moment that's lost and on their way to a devil's hell. 
a place that wasn't made for them, a place that wasn't prepared for them. God's got something greater for you. God's got something greater for me. You think about that tonight, that awful place called hell. It breaks my heart and burdens my heart tonight that while I'm preaching tonight, no doubt that I've got family members, no doubt that I've got friends, I've got loved ones, no doubt while I'm preaching tonight that you've got family members and you've got friends that are lost and on their way to hell tonight. You think about it. It's real. It's real. It's a place of torment. But you think about the, the distinct places. I want to share just a few thoughts uh, concerning these two places uh, just for the next few moments. But I, I know that Jesus spoke of a place called hell in Luke chapter number 10. And he's talked about, He spoke of a place called hell in Luke chapter number 16. But you think about this. I understand that in Matthew chapter number 12, and I believe it's verse number 40, we find that Jesus was in the heart of the earth for three days. Now I believe that that is hell. You think about that. I believe that the heart, I believe that Jesus experienced hell for you and me so that I don't have to go there. In fact, he tells us that He's got the keys to hell and death. You think about that. He went down and He led captive, did He captive? And He, I believe He marched across the, the, the places of hell so that you and I don't have to go there. And we know that Jesus was in the heart of the earth for three days and three nights. Now I understand this, that I know that this earth as we know it, I, I, it's it's vast. It's it, I, my mind can't get a hold of it. But I know that that there's different layers of the earth. But I know that the center core, what's called the core, it's molten. It's a liquid state. And I believe this. I believe that every time that a mountain blows off the top from the volcanoes and that lava oozes down across the side of the mountain, I believe it's God reminding you and me that there is a place called hell. You think about it. The Bible tells us that hell enlarges itself every. Is it possible that there's so many people that's on their way to hell and dying and going their way to hell that when the mountains blow off, it's hell enlarging itself. You think about that tonight. What an awful thought to think that hell is enlarging itself simply because men and women, boys and girls are leaving this place without Christ in their heart and their life. A place called hell. A place that is in the, the center of the earth. And you know every time, every time that those the, the, the earth shakes and the earth quakes, is it possible that you think about it, that it's, it's hell having contractions and expanding and enlarging itself. My goodness, what a thought. And You know, I thought about this. I thought about when a person... You ever think about the personal relationship that we... You know what? That's all that matters tonight. That's all that matters tonight is a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus. My goodness, we can escape hell just knowing that, that I've got Christ living on the inside. You've got Christ living on the inside. I don't want to go to that place called hell. I don't want, I don't want my worst enemy to go to that place called hell. You think about that awful place, a, the, a place of fire, a place of damnation, a, a, a place of torment. And You know, my goodness, my heart hurts and my heart breaks to think that there are people right this very moment that are leaving this world unprepared. Unprepared to meet Christ. And I want you to think about this. According to Revelation chapter 20, the Bible says that death and hell will give up the dead which were in them. 
You ever think that when, when we die, our soul, there's a separation there. We know that this body is going to go back to the ground from where it came from, and we know that, that the soul that's on the inside of an individual, it's going to live forever and ever someday, somewhere. You think about that. When, when we die, our soul goes to hell if we're unprepared to meet Christ. And this body as we know it, it goes back to the ground that it came from. Now you think about that. And, and how that, that we're in, in that, that place called hell. But we understand that in Revelation chapter number 20, it says that death and hell will give up the dead which are in them. So there's coming a time, and, and we understand that, that hell will also, you think about this, that the Bible tells us, and I read it in Revelation chapter 20, that hell itself will be cast into the lake of fire. Now you think about that. That tells me that there's two different places. So I, I believe this tonight. I believe that those, I believe that when the soul dies, it goes to that If it's unprepared to meet Christ, if you leave this place without Christ in your life, I believe your soul will end up in hell. Our bodies go to the ground. But you think, I believe there's coming a time when those people, they're going to stand before the great white throne judgment. You think about that. And I believe that their souls are going to be plucked out of hell. And I believe that the very body that they are in, you think about it, I believe there's going to be a reunion there. The soul is going to come back to the body. And I believe that the body itself, I believe they'll stand before, the, before God Himself in the great white throne judgment. You think about that. And to hear those words, depart from me, I never knew you. You think about that, you worker of a... You think about that. And he tells us there, he tells us there in, in Revelations, uh, one place there he tells us that, that we'll be judged according to our works, according to their works. If we leave this place without Christ, we'll be judged according to our work. Now, we know that I can't be saved by works. You can't be saved by works. Thank God it's the grace of God. It, it's the gift of God. Through His grace, I am saved tonight. And through His grace, are ye saved tonight. But you think about that. You think that, that I, and I believe as they stand before God Himself in the great white throne judgment, the Bible says that there's a book that's open, and then there's another book that's open, the Lamb's book of life, and when he sees that their name's not written in the Lamb's book of life, I believe that they're cast into outer dark, darkness. Now you think about that. In, a, in a, the, the lake of fire, I believe that they're going to be cast into the lake. Now I, I believe that hell is just temporary. I believe it's just a place that, that one day, when, when at, at the last judgment, that God Himself is going to cast them in to outer darkness in that place that's called the lake of fire. You think about that tonight. How awful, how awful that must be. You know, I'm convinced tonight that all it takes for someone to, to be saved, for someone to escape damnation on their soul and on their body, you think about it, is simply this. I remember, I remember hearing the testimony of 
a fellow by the name of Keith Ages. And I remember that he he come down to the come down to his life and he was he was a drunkard. He was an alcoholic. Squandered about every he made big money years ago, back in the late sixties and early they called him Klondike because he worked over in the on the Alaskan pipeline in Alaska. He made big money back in those days. And he come back here and he squandered just about every bit of it on alcohol. About lost everything he owned. About lost his home. About lost his family. About lost his own life. And he said he would hide the, the alcohol out underneath the steps. And when everybody would go to bed at night, he'd sneak out there and go underneath the steps and begin to drink. I remember him telling that. And he said finally it come down to the end of it and something had to give one way or the other. And he, I'll never forget he said he was standing in his mother's kitchen looking out the window over a cornfield. And he said he raised his hand and he said, Lord, help me. Three words. And he said instantly he knew that God had saved him. You know, it's that simple. It's that you know, a lot of times we'll confound it and we'll, we'll uh, complicate it and we'll make it hard. But you know what? It's just simply realizing that we need Him. It's just simply realizing that we can't take another step without Him. We've got to have Him in our lives. And you know what? It's that simple to escape hell. You think about that, that awful place. You know, I'm convinced tonight that that, that place of lake, the, the lake of fire. You know, if, if someday you might look ahead and say, okay, a million years from now, I'll be able to get out of there. Five million years from now, and though that is overwhelming to our minds and can't even comprehend it, but but if you could think that a million years from now I'll get out of that place, you know, maybe you could you could get by. But I want you to know there's no end to it. No end to it forever. I can't even comprehend that. Forever and ever and ever. I don't know about you. But I don't want no part of that. My goodness, I I just wanted to warn somebody tonight. There's a place called hell that burns with fire unquenchable. And then there's a place that's called the lake of fire that death and hell is going to be thrown in one day. That's the second death. When we stand before, if you stand before God Himself in the great white throne judgment, it's too late. It's too late. To hear Him say, Depart from me, ye worker of iniquity, I never knew you. The worst things, the worst words that I could ever imagine hearing in my life. Would you stand with me tonight? I don't know who that was for. Maybe it was for me. But I just wanted to remind you tonight of that place. And you know what? When we preach about hell, when we preach about the fire and the torment, doesn't it make heaven sound altogether better? Doesn't it make being in the presence of God and being in the presence of the Lord Jesus sound altogether better? Let me ask you this tonight. You don't have to raise your hand because I know the answer. How many of you tonight know of a family member that is lost without Christ tonight? That is on their way to devil's hell. 
You know, sometimes the only thing that we can do for them on this side is pray for them. You know, that, that rich man, he if, if you would have read down through there a little bit farther, he wanted to come back and warn his family, did he not? He wanted to come back and let them know, hey, this place is real. You need to get ready right now and don't go to that awful place. Don't come to where I'm at. He wanted somebody to warn his family. And I believe that's you and I tonight. We ought to warn our family of that place called hell and warn them of the lake of fire that never quenches, that goes on throughout eternity. You think about it, I can't comprehend it. 